August hot in a clear blue sky. At least the building she approached would be cool inside, with no concession to air conditioning. Still, it displeased her that Gilbert had chosen this place for their meeting, even though the choice was not illogical, since they were both trustees of Christchurch, which had been designated a Virginia landmark. The great building was like no other church in Virginia. There was no white-steepled edifice, and its red-brick dignity still inspired her with a certain awe. She was thankful that it stood well out in the country, without a town crowding around to detract from its solitary distinction. Gilbert was nowhere to be seen, and she was grateful for further time to fortify her resolve in order to resist whatever he wanted of her. The peremptory demand of his note had been so disturbing that she'd angrily torn it up. No one took that tone with Alexandrina Montoro. Unfortunately, tearing up his note had not erased his words from her mind, and she felt more vulnerable than she had in years. I must see you at once, he had written. I have just learned that your granddaughter is arriving today. You must listen to me and send her away as soon as possible. That was all, except for asking her to meet him here. His very secretiveness was troubling, and she'd begun to feel both annoyed and alarmed, in spite of efforts to reassure herself. Her mirror had given her some comfort when she'd dressed for this meeting. She had been tall for a ballet dancer, and she had lost none of her height to age. Her back was still straight, and if there were imperfections of figure, they were hidden by the white Chinese jacket, one of several she had had made for her in Hong Kong which sported a delicate spray of blue embroidery over one shoulder. If all her once famous young beauty had vanished, she was still a handsome woman, and the heavy coil of hair at the nape of her neck was not yet entirely gray. As a girl it had been her pride, long and gleaming black, her Spanish heritage from Peru. Whatever pain she had suffered over her daughter's death, with her husband's death following a few months later, Nothing from that time could hurt her now. She had steeled herself against being upset by many things, including an impending visit by a granddaughter she had not seen since that time of tragedy, twenty-five years ago. Perhaps she could quiet her inner spirit with an old ritual that had served her well over the years she had been visiting this church. She began by fixing her eyes upon the bricks at her feet, allowing her gaze to follow the path slowly, seeing only what was small and easily encompassed, then lifting her eyes a little to reach the open gate set in low brick walls that stretched away on either hand, walls that had been built onto the original three-hundred-year-old foundations. Beyond the gate, the walk led to two shallow steps up to the door. All this was earthbound and immediate, small realities she took for granted but which helped to still her inner turmoil. She moved toward the gate, allowing her eyes to lift to the simple, gracefully framed doorway, then upward to the arch above. Still higher, her gaze reached a white-spoked ox-eye window where the peaked roof began. Now was the moment. She tilted her head back and let the full dramatic impact reduce her to a tiny human speck that hardly mattered. This perspective was good for her much too human soul. She could shed vanity and pride, 
and put aside the protective shield that shut out all emotions that might hurt her. Massive red brick glowed in the sun. The church, built in a shortened cruciform shape that looked almost square, possessed a marvelous balance that pleased the eye and raised the spirit. Tremendous gray roofs slanted into the sky, their tipped-up corners suggesting the Chinese, though the architecture was entirely English. There were authorities who claimed that the design was pure Christopher Wren, with a balanced grandeur that was forever satisfying to the beholder. Even though Alex Montoro was no longer on speaking terms with God, in this spot she could not deny some mysterious power that strengthened her. As she stood at the gate, deliberately releasing tension, anger subsided, and new strength flowed through her. She had every